Hey there, and welcome to Mondays with Molly, where we share stories of triumph, transformation, and the beautiful lessons we learn along the way as women business owners. We have these conversations to inspire other women on their entrepreneurial journey so they don't feel so alone in their struggles, fears, and doubts. Let's take the manic out of our Mondays and replace it with a little more inspiration. Grab a cuppa, get cozy, and enjoy. Hey there, and welcome to Mondays with Molly. I'm Molly Hebda, your host. And today I have an extra special guest, Sandra Cohen of Sandra, Edu- Sandra Cohen Education. I totally screwed that up. You were just going to say Sandra <laughs> Education. And that works too. We're just going to, we're going to just shorten it. Sandra Education. Um, so Sandra and I met during 2020 when we were in the midst of I think it was like right before we locked down or right as we were locking down, I had been fed some kind of algorithm in her teachings and totally spoke to me, especially during a time that it was scary and hard and her education program helped me ground myself for my business and get clarity on what I was doing and how I was going to move forward and come out of the worldwide pandemic on better footing. So ever since then, I've drank the Kool-Aid of Sandra Cohen (laughs) education. (laughs) I've taken her lighting course, which I use every single day and um, finally got to meet her when I joined Amplified, which was the extension of Six Figure Studio. And she's just a lovely woman and person and human being. So Sandra, what else can I say about you? I don't know. I love this. I love intros. I'm like, yes. <laughs> but thank you for having me on the podcast, Molly. This is You're such a so full welcome. circle moment. I know. And this podcast was actually birthed out of Amplified 1.0. Um, I actually created this because of our in-person group. And I sat down and was thinking, okay, I need to do marketing and here, no, I need to create a podcast. (laughs) So thank you, Sandra Cohen. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. I know that you do so many different things. Um, You have evolved even just the short time that I have known you. Um, For those that don't know you, I know I talk about you on a regular basis, but I know you have your own story and your own evolution. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are? Okay. Well, I'm Sandra Cohn, and (laughs) I'm an uh, award-winning newborn family photographer based in Seattle, Washington. I'm also an industry educator and a best-selling author and do a lot of different things, but um, I started my business back in 1999. So I've been doing this a minute, but kind of, I think like a lot of photographers do honestly, just by accident. I was a full-time kindergarten teacher at the time teaching for Seattle public schools and just couldn't make a living on my teacher salary. I actually qualified for food stamps my first year of teaching, which is shameful. And um, most of the teachers that were in the school that I was in, it was kind of a hard school in a hard neighborhood. So we had a lot of first year teachers and first year, second year teachers. And um, most of them were in the same financial situation. And so everybody had a second job, like everybody. 
And most people were waiting tables after school or cocktailing. And that just sounded exhausting because teaching kindergarten alone is exhausting. And I was like, (laughs) there is no way I can go and wait tables after school and then come back and teach, right? Like, so that just wasn't an option for me, but I really desperately needed to make extra money. So around that time, one of my best friends was pregnant with her first baby. And photography was something I'd always done. I always had a camera. It was like a hobby, you know, and, um, and I was like, oh, let's take maternity photos of you, right? This is the nineties. So like the, um, you know, that Demi Moore photo that Annie Leibovitz took was everybody was still like, oh my God, it's incredible. So I was like, let's take a picture like that of you. So we did, we had a photo shoot. We got this image that was just beautiful of her and she loved it. And she actually, one night, you know, while we were all sitting, you know, at a restaurant and everybody else was ordering real dinners and I was having water and a salad because I was so poor. My friend Ginger was like, why don't you start doing photography on the side to supplement your income? And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So I took that one picture of Ginger and I turned it into a little postcard with my name and phone number and stuff on it. And I put it all over Seattle, like every coffee shop, every yoga store, every maternity store. And um, people started calling and I started booking clients, which is incredible. And within um, a year of that, I went down to part-time teaching. And then within three years of that, I actually quit my teaching job entirely and went into photography full-time. And the rest, as they say, is history, right? Like, the rest the that's what I've been doing ever since. <laughs> but um, I don't know, I kind of like telling my story because I think it's so, uh, it's like I said, it's something that like so many people can relate to because I don't really know many photographers who like, were like, this is, I'm going to start my own business and I'm going to be a photographer and I'm going to train for it. I'm going to study for it. I'm going to get going and I'm going to do that. Like, I feel like, most working professional photographers fall into it somehow, right? And then we all just have to figure it out as we go, um, which we can talk about, which is why I now have an education company and I teach business and I teach lighting because I don't want people to have to do that. But um, right, don't you think so? I do. And I feel like, I think any artist if they have it in their soul, like as a kid or whatever, we're told that, you know, you're going to be the starving artist, Mm -hmm. but here you went to school to be an educator and you were a starving educator. I was the starving (laughs) educator and the very profitable artist. So turn that paradigm on its head, (laughs) which I feel like maybe that's, I mean, there's so many people that are so talented and the people that are in this industry and all these other creative industries, they have such amazing things that they can do in life. I just, I don't know. It just makes me kind of, well, I mean, I, I went to school for theater performance and I was told like, oh, you need to get, you need to go to school for a real, real job. A real job. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's always been put in people's head that you're going to be a starving artist if you go into the arts. And there's so many different avenues that you can use creativity and your arts, you know, and make a lot of money. <laughs> You absolutely know? absolutely so yeah maybe we just need to change that, that that like that's the story that it, you know if you're gonna go into arts like that what that tells people is that there's no value in it which we all not know is not true 
For sure. Um, and then everybody came like, I mean, just during 2020, the arts became so important because that's all we could do right then and there. Like everybody was, no, nobody was working and people got creative, music was healing, art was healing, like everything. It just was such a big part of our lives that we finally got reconnected with. Oh, totally. I agree. I love that. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like, you know, that's like, that's like one of my life missions now. I, I reject the starving artist archetype. And like, as you know, because like you said, to drink the Kool-Aid, like one of my <laughs> missions in life is to show people not only or to teach people like how to be a better artist, like how to learn the things that you need to learn just from a technical point of view, but also what you need to know to make money at it, like how to, how to run a business, which I learned the hard way and wasted a lot of time and got to, uh, you know, places that were very dark, Molly, where I was <laughs> like, I'm just going to burn it all down. I'm just going to quit. I can't do this. And, um, you know, really had to struggle through a lot of what I now know are pretty common mistakes. And so that's a huge passion of mine. And one of the reasons why I love teaching business in particular is to show people it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to be a starving artist. It actually, there's like a few little tweaks that we make to your branding and to your marketing, uh, to the way that you talk about yourself and you talk to people that um, can change everything. Because when you think about it, when you're a photographer in particular, or any artist really, you don't actually need that many clients a year to make it. Like I run a really high volume studio, but not everybody does. And, you know, say you, you work with 50 people a year or 75 people a year, you know, over the course of a year, it's really not a lot. And mm -hmm. so, you know, we can also like take the pressure off a little bit. So instead of like trying to do what I don't know what we all think we need to run a successful business. Like, let's just like pull back a little bit and, and learn how to find 50 people in your community that you can connect to and pull into your business. Doesn't that feel so much easier? <laughs> it's so much easier. <laughs> I do have to say with your, with education that I've taken from you, what I appreciate and what I feel is different than what is out there in the world. Like everybody has like a system that they, you know, this is how I did it. This is how you need to do it. Your system, it can work for, and this is just like, because we're all photographers, that system works for any type of photography. And to be honest with you, I feel like your systems, like you just take big ideas, break them down into very simplistic ways to look at them. And that's probably with your kindergarten structure. I know, because we're I'm really good at teaching. We're all like a that. bunch of five-year-olds anyway. <laughs> so I feel like it can translate to so many other businesses. It, it does. doesn't it doesn't need to be just photographers. Like you, like your systems can work across the board. And yeah. uh, I just feel like it's just something different out there than everybody else has. Oh, I thank you. Thank you for saying that. I agree. And actually, you know, I've had yoga instructors go through my business program and I've had mosaic artists. Yeah. Like it really is basically what I teach are the fundamentals, like the foundations of branding and 
marketing and, you know, um, content marketing in particular, which, you know, of course I speak to photographers because that's what I do, but like you said, really can be applied to any business. For sure. Mm -hmm. So speaking of branding, because we talk about branding a lot on this podcast, right? um, and I feel like everybody has a little bit different definition. Can you tell our listeners like how you define branding? And yes. then uh, go ahead. I'll let you I would that. love to. I like, <laughs> I love talking about this because I think the word branding is something that's so misinterpreted and people get confused. And what I tell people is, you know, your brand is not your logo and it's not your color palette and it's not the fonts that you use. And those things are, you know, important, can be important aspects of your brand, but they are not your brand, especially if you are a photographer or a visual artist, your brand is you. It's about the relationship that you build with your clients. It's about what people think of when they think of you and your business. It's, it's how you make people feel. It's, all of those things. And when you're a photographer in particular or a visual artist, and of course your brand is also your images and you want to be working uh, towards creating images, creating work that is an authentic representation of you and your brand and what you do and how you make people feel and what you provide for your clients. Um, and you want a brand that people see and recognize as yours. So that is, you know, instantly recognizable as you. And that's where the magic is. Like anybody can have a pretty font or whatever, or like a nice logo. But if you are a photographer and your images pop up on in somebody's Instagram feed and they know it's your image before they read the name under it, that's what having a real powerful brand is all about. And that's what we should all be striving for as visual artists. Mm -hmm. What I do you think that. about that, Molly? Like somebody I love it. <laughs> no, and I, and like you, like when you see your work, when you see your social media or your website or any of that kind of stuff, like it embodies that simplistic, calm, like feel. And you take out all the distractions just like you do with your education. So like, your brand goes through and through not only just your images that you give your clients or the lighting education you give your students, but also with your messaging for everything that you do. So no, and I know a lot of people have a hard time just being able to accept that you are your brand. Like they feel like, oh no, my services or my photos or whatever it is, their product, like that that's what it is. But when it comes down to it, like the person behind the business is, is the business. Mm -hmm. And like, really think <laughs> about that though. Also, like, it's interesting. And I think this is a discussion worth having too. It's like, why are people so uncomfortable with recognizing that their brand is them, right? That's worth looking at, but also, um, oh no, I just lost my train of thought. Mondays with Molly, it's just gone. But anyway, we can just go back to that, right? Like, like, why does that make people so uncomfortable? I, don't, I mean, I definitely, with my clients, I definitely see that they don't feel like they 
are anything special or they don't feel like people need to see them or people need to know who they are. But as soon as they start putting themselves out there or, you know, putting their their messaging that is, you know, their core values and everything, that's when they could start to connect. That's when it clicks. Oh, that's what I was going to say. It came back to me. See, good, it happens good, like good, that. Good. But that's because people want to do business with people that they know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, like um, years and years and years and years ago, I read the book, The Thank You Economy by Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know if you've ever read it. But um, it's actually really good, even though it's outdated, probably now it, um, it was like, kind of like at the dawn of social media that it came out and he was talking about a concept that was very true then, but I think still is to that point, which is in the olden days, back in the day, people, when people were shopping and they were shopping, you know, doing business in their hometown on main street and they knew the butcher and they knew the butcher's family and the butcher's kids. And they knew, you know, the postman and they knew, they knew the people that they were working with, not only just from a business point of view, but they knew them personally and they were invested in their lives and in their families. And that created community and this, this, you know, sense of, um, you know, that we're all in this together. We all belong together. Then, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties, came along and it went to these big box stores, right? And we lost hometown and we don't know who's running the local, whatever giant box or the local target. We don't know the owner of the local target. We don't know their families. We don't have a relationship with them, you know? And that sense was lost. And what online business has done is even though it seems like it just got bigger and wider, it actually has done the opposite where it's brought it back to this small town feel where there is this opportunity now to really intimately get to know the people behind the businesses that you're working with. And that's something that's um, that social media brought back to business. So your businesses can still be all over the world and that's awesome. And we get the benefits of that but you still have the opportunity to connect on a personal level with the people that you're working with and that people want that. We are social beings, right? Like that's like what part of what makes us human. And so people want to know the people that they're doing business with. They want to know about you. They want to connect to you. That's just being a human and realizing that, you know, is at the, at the, you know, the key to what you were just saying. It's like, putting stuff out there and you don't have to put your whole life on display, but, you know, connecting with your people, letting them know you're an actual person, you know, why you love what you do, why you're passionate about it. Um, why it's important to you, why it should be important to them. Um, it, it, it's, it's the only real thing you have to differentiate yourself from everybody else who's doing what you do, right? Cause we all have competition, but certain people are going to click with certain people and that's really cool. Anyway, it's a good book. You should read it. I was just, (laughs) I was like, well, maybe we need to do like a 2.0 on that book because that's exactly what we ended up doing here in our own little village is I've been working with our village for the past couple of years to help rebrand. And in 2020, when um, we were all shut down and everything, and I had mentioned that we should focus on like the individual owners of the businesses. And we've actually turned that into focusing on the women owned businesses, which we have like 30 plus here. 
And That's so cool. It's amazing how much more people connect when they do see the owners and their families and you know the stories are written about them and then they use that in their own marketing as well as like the villages and people are talking about it all the time and we've been doing this for almost two years now so I like know, i love this project of yours it's so powerful it really is and i mean i know that i because i know the people behind the businesses especially in my town like i i go to them and like i'd rather eat here in town rather than going someplace else or to a big chain or any of that kind of stuff. So just even like one small moment of being able to know the people behind it. Imagine if you put that out into the world and more people can see who you are and the stories behind it. It's super powerful. It changes everything. And even like makes you feel good about where you're spending your money as a consumer. You know, when you know, like paying you know, for this service from this person who I actually really like, and I'm aligned with also allows them to send their kid to soccer club, you know, or whatever, right? Like it, it makes such a big difference uh, rather than like, I'm going to put my money here and it's just going to go out to these massive CEOs of these, (laughs) I don't know, like people want to make connection. It's just how our brains are hardwired as humans. And um, and when you think about it from that point of view, and you really think about who you want to do business with and the kind of things you want to do business with, it's like a no brainer. Mm-hmm. You're your brand, like own it and, you know, be proud of it. For sure. And everybody has something different. We talk about this in, in my business trainings, as you know, as I know, I always say you're the only person on the entire planet who can do exactly what it is you do in the way that you do it. And looking at when we went to Amplify 2.0, because it was a quick turnaround from the first six months where we met in person at the end. And then the second six months we met in the beginning, Mm -hmm. we didn't have the time to really get to know the newbies that came into the group. And so when I came out to Portland to meet everybody, I was a little terrified because I'm like, I don't know any of these people's businesses. I really don't even know everybody's name. And as soon as we heard everybody's story on those first you know day and a half I was just like instantly connected with these people and I was like if the world knew just a minute part of your story can you imagine how how connected you can get and so much Mm -hmm. quicker and how many people would want to like invest with you because of who you are in the world so no it's just you can see it every single day I love that too. Like, don't you think that's just beautiful? Yeah, like, like there's that great, great quote that I don't know who said it and I'm probably saying it wrong. So pardon me, but it's like, um, we're all just walking each other home, right? Like that's the human experience. Aww. And I know, isn't it just so beautiful? And it's so true. I know it gets me, you know, me, I know, I'm, so I'm, like I'm like, such a like cry. <laughs> I'm going to start crying any second, but, um, it's true. Like that's the human experience. And we can do that in so many different ways, you know, like talking to somebody in a grocery store line and or being kind or, you know, you know, spending money with a certain business or, you know, whatever, putting out a free library. There's so many ways that we can show up for our communities that, um, and, and your business is a huge one. Yeah, for sure. And it's, 
I know we talk about it all the time in in six figure and in amplified, but we always talk about how like running your business and owning a business, it's like like being in therapy, <laughs> being in therapy. <laughs> like you get to know who you are. Yeah. But then once you start having those connections with other business owners, then because you know who they are and we talk about so many things that like even our best friends or our families really don't even get to talk about because of like the deep conversations we have with business um you build that community too and it's i feel like that the community part in all of this has been just so valuable beyond what i ever expected as far as like being in a mastermind like amplified and Mm -hmm. yeah it's huge Sure. And it, you know, when I say, you know, me, I say that all the time, like running your own business is like being in therapy and it hundred percent is. And it's such like a great opportunity. If you can look at it from that point of view, because when you run your own business, you're setting yourself up to have the most unique experience that you're literally not going to get from any other aspect of your life. You don't get it from parenting. You don't get it from being someone's partner. You don't get it from, you know, working for somebody else. It's like, there's a level of vulnerability and a level of self-trust that you have to have when you're an entrepreneur or when, you know, running your own business that is going to bring up every single block or issue or whatever you've ever had. All and the skeletons in the closet. All the skeletons, they just come on out and we all just sit down and have dinner. And it's like, you have a choice in each of those moments where it's like, okay, well, I can sit here and I can deal with this so it can get out of my way so I can run my business and make money and feed my family, or I can choose to let it win. And the people who do well in business in the long haul, they don't do well in business because it's easier for them or because they don't have all these things or whatever. They do business because when those skeletons do come out, they are able to sit down and have a conversation with it and bless it and release it in peace and move on. <laughs> that's like that's like the gift of being an entrepreneur, I think, for no, personal I, growth, right? Absolutely. I think I've I've uh, I've definitely healed so much more in the last 7 years than I have in the last 45. So <laughs> I know, it's incredible. It's like everybody should just try running their own business for like 2 years. <laughs> yeah, just do it for a couple of years and you know, get it all out. <laughs> yeah, right. It's so true. So most of my listeners, from what I understand, are like newbies within their businesses, or they're just starting out, or they're just thinking about like going over to the dark side, (laughs) or the bright side, whatever we want to call it. Mm -hmm. Um, With all of the people that you've worked with over the years, especially the past couple of years with like Six Figure, do you have any like words of advice of, you know, like things that you see all the time that you just wish that everybody knew when they first started out? Oh, so many. I'm like, how much time do we have, Molly? (laughs) I mean, like starting your own business. Gosh, first of all, you're so brave. It's such a brave and exciting thing to do for all the reasons we were just talking about. Um, I think the biggest piece of advice I would, I wish somebody had given me is don't be afraid to ask for help and to reach out and get help and to invest in help. Nothing feels scarier when you're first starting a business than investing in yourself because like we'll throw down money 
on equipment, on getting the store set up if you have brick and mortar, on you know all the things, all the trappings of business. But for some reason, when it comes to the personal side of business, the coaching, the mindset, the learning, the things, nobody wants to invest in that. And everybody thinks that that's just something that they're just going to somehow instinctively know and you're not, right? Like nobody is born knowing how to build a brand and market themselves, <laughs> like you know? And yeah, it's important that you invest in the physical things and whatever your business is, but it's also so important that you invest in the mental, emotional side of it too, because branding and marketing, when I say the, the mindset and stuff, that is all rolled in together. And, you know, taking the leap, being brave enough to realize that signing up with a mentor, signing up with a coach, getting yourself involved in a mastermind like Amplified or even Six Figure Studio, which is a group coaching program, doing that sort of thing is you're going to have such a return on your investment. It's going to fast track you and don't be afraid to do that. Even when you're like, mm, I have like negative cash flow. Like I look at you as like such a good example of this, Molly, because you were so brave. Like you signed up for Six Figure Studio in the middle of a global pandemic when you didn't have work coming in. None of us had work coming in, right? And yeah. you just did it. Yeah, I had taken over my studio on March 1st, 2020. Oh, awesome. Perfect timing. Redid it, repainted it, all that fun stuff. And then two weeks later, just having to close and not like leaving the studio thinking like, am I ever going to come back here again? Like, yeah, is it gonna... super scary. So um, like what you said, I, I just, I 100% agree. Um, when you invest in yourself and you actually put the work and the time and the effort into it, you're going to get so much more back than if you're investing in like, brand colors and logo and all of these other things. Yes. Like, which by the way, people love to throw money at. Yeah. And, and that's think twice about throwing money at that. Of course. I mean, I've thrown a lot of money at that. I do too. I love it. <laughs> so yes. Like if you get to the point where you can go ahead and throw money at, but like there's yeah. great, you know, resources like Canva and things like that, that you can right. just create something. But the, the most I've gotten out of my business is when I invested in myself and my own time and actually putting the work in. So things like your program, they really did. I mean, during that first 18 months of the pandemic, I doubled my business. So like, if you do it and you put the work in, like it's gonna bring it back to you. Mm -hmm. And you actually do the work, right? Yeah. Cause that's one thing that you did really well is that like, not only did you dive in and you took that chance, you bet on yourself, which I always tell people like bet on yourself, mm -hmm. always, always. But then you actually showed up and did the work, which is why you got those results. But I want to know, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a question okay. on your own podcast. So I'm curious around the, your mindset around that, because I know having done this for as long as I've been doing this, as far as like mentoring, coaching other small business owners and photographers in particular, it's such a block for people. It's such a massive block for people. So what was it like? I want to get inside the mind of Molly Hedda. I mean, like what, where did that come from? Where in that moment where you had just invested in a studio, you put all this money in, you had to close it. Nobody knew what the future was. You were able to be brave enough to be like, I'm going to sign up for, a, you know, an expensive program and 
do and invest in myself and better myself? I think at that moment, which I'm, I mean, now I can put words to it at that moment. I probably didn't know. I was just desperate. <laughs> I was probably just very, very desperate to figure out what was going on. One, your, your messaging was exactly what I needed to hear at that moment. Um, especially at that time, you're like, well, when things get rough, like, what do you do with your business? You actually hunker down and you really get honed in on your messaging and your clarity and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. um, which I come back to all the time. Like I come back to that clarity piece on a regular basis. I mean, it's the most important piece. Absolutely. And the, the biggest thing at that moment was just following my gut. Like it felt right. Like I, I just, it felt like this is what I, I needed for myself. And I really didn't put that much thought or effort into it. I was like, okay, well, how do I make this happen? And I just took the band-aid off and <laughs> I, just, I, like, I love that though. Like that's so happen. brave. Aren't you so proud of yourself? I am. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know how long it would have taken me to double my business with just doing it the way that I was doing it. And I don't think I think being able to really just sit and focus on who I was, who I wanted to work with, and the business that I wanted to create during that quiet time. I feel like that gave me the confidence to go after clients that I normally wouldn't have gone after or have mm -hmm. the confidence to, you know, put myself out there for larger clients or larger projects. So I immediately you know, was able to sign on a contract for a, a large, you know, company that was just opening up here in town and was able to do all of their marketing photos for them right away, like even before everything opened up again. So like, it just, okay. everything fell into place. And I feel like if you go with your gut on things like that, that come out for you of like, you know, something lands in your lap and like I don't know why this feels good but it does like just go for it and and again like when you do invest in yourself like even if you don't you know double your income there's so much that you get out of it mm -hmm. even if it is not monetary like you yep. know you grow from it for yeah. so many different reasons yeah yeah always bet on yourself always 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 and trust it. I know. I love that. So were you scared? Um, I think I was more scared of failing and not have, and at that time too, like we had no control over anything. No. So this was the only thing that I could have control over was trying to like, all right, how am I going to make this work when we open up? And I think yeah. just at just allowing myself to like, all right, let go of that control of like the outside world because we had none um, also helped to just, I don't know, surrender and just see where it went. I love that so much. I love that so much. I'm so proud of you. But I mean, that's too, that was like when, when I started Six Figure Studio, that was the, the entire intention of that program was like, we need to get people through this and we need to give people the tools that they need right now in this moment so that when the world does open back up, because it will, even though we didn't know when, 
their business is you're ready to just hit the ground running and pick up. That was the whole, that was the whole purpose behind six figure studio. And then uh, was to get people through the pandemic so that when the world opened up, they were ready. And I think it did a really good job of doing that. And then I did, you know, then I ran it 2021, 2022, 2023, because as we all know, the pandemic was not a one year done and moved on. We're still in it. We're still dealing with the ripple effects. Um, And by the time this podcast airs, I'll have closed the doors on the six figure studio. Which actually, when I announced that to my team, but when I announced it in the Six Figure Studio community, I like totally started crying because I feel so proud of that program and I love it so much. And it's so good (laughs) if I can (laughs) say that as a person, but like for the intentions, for everything that I wanted it to do, it did it and it did it so well. I'm so proud of that. But, um, and I mean- I thank you. Um, see, like I'm getting all emotional about it now, but I feel like now we need to, we need to ship the, the, the things that I teach in the six figure studio will work forever because like we were saying they're foundations, those are foundations, but I feel like moving on that information needs to be presented and taught in a slightly different way. So that's what I'm working on now. It's like, it's exciting. Yeah. So, so business, business marketing training from Sandra Cohn will return in 2024, but it won't be the six figure studio. Six figure studio was a program that was created for a very unprecedented time in the world. And I feel like it did what it was supposed to do. It and definitely now. did. Yeah. No, but okay. So I'm going to ask you a question now, Sandra Cohen. Okay. Okay. Let's do it while I have that. <laughs> so I know that you started Six Figure Studio because of the pandemic. Now, I mean, it, the whole program just makes so much sense. Like, did you, had you always wanted to teach this and this was just the opportunity for it? Yeah. And I had taught it in different ways. So the, the, what I teach in six figure studio is my core philosophy. Like I put everything that I 100% believe that I practice in my own business that I know works into that program. Um, so I've been doing it for myself for years and I would teach it to my friends who were in business for years. And I started speaking about it publicly in 2015. I taught a couple in-person workshops And then in 2016, I was asked to give a business talk um, at ClickAway Conference from Click and Moms. And the title of that talk was The Three Things You Need to Know to Build a Six-Figure Business, (laughs) which is, as you know, what do I teach three things inside a six-figure studio to build a six-figure business? Um, So I gave, it was a keynote at their conference. It was a really big talk. And then they recorded it and broadcast it. So then that was like, yeah. and then Creative Live got a hold of it, saw that. And then I was asked to come on Creative Live and give a similar talk, which I did, which you can go view if you'd like. Um, and so I've been teaching it. I've been teaching the concepts of that program for years. 
Um, and then it just kind of formally came together in Six Figure Studio. And it'll continue. I mean, as far as like core concepts, like like I was saying, and foundations, it is everything that I believe and that I want. And so it's just like tweaking the language a little bit. Yeah, for sure. It. Especially since, I mean, yes, the world was different when you created it and it's ever evolving. So mm -hmm. it makes sense that this evolves as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited. I'm excited. You know me, I'm always like, what can we do next? What Let's can we do next? next? And then you just need like little people to be like, oh, I know, I know we should tell your <laughs> listeners. So, so everybody listening, you should know that, that Molly is very persuasive <laughs> and she gets me to do things all the time. So amplified. So you, so Molly was in six figure studio and had graduated six figure studio. It stayed as part of the alumni program and came to me and was like, we need something else. We need a next level. And that's how Amplified was born. So then we were like, okay, we need a mastermind. Let's do the mastermind. And then Amplified was born. And now Molly's on my case about creating a program to teach people how to teach, <laughs> So, which I would love to do. 3.0, I guess it would be. <laughs> I mean, so, I just yeah. want, yeah, so I've got Sandra, Sandra Cohen certification. Cone. I know you just keep me on my toes, Molly Hibda, which is good. But um, I also have a certification program, as you know. So launch Sandra Cohen certification so you can become a Sandra Cohen certified uh, newborn family photographer. Um, and there's a teaching aspect to that too. So I just love that. I mean, this is what's so fun about running your business and like being alive, right? Is that you just get to grow and learn and do new things. And I'm such a teacher in my core. Like I, like I'm literally a teacher, like I went to teacher school mm -hmm. to be a teacher, but like in my soul, I'm also a teacher. And so just to have the opportunity to, to reinvent and to see what's new and to create something different, it's, an, it's a form of creativity for me and it's really fun. So thanks. I love Molly. that. <laughs> so, um, just before we go, I want to talk about that a little bit because I feel like when we all start our business, we think it's in this box. Like this is what our business is going to be. And then new ideas come and all of these things change and the world changes. I love seeing that you evolved throughout all of these years that you've been doing this from, you know, how you did your photo shoots to then creating a system for lighting and then creating the education behind that lighting. And then six-figure studio and all these other things in your book and all that is it just something that you just go with the flow or how do you how do you know when it's okay it's to time. evolve and change mm -hmm. that's such a good question it's such a good question um because i so one of the things as you know but i'll give backstory um one of the things i teach is the importance of clarity right so and by clarity i mean knowing what it is you do, like, what do you do? Who do you serve? And how do you pull that into your brand? Right. And so oftentimes people hear me say that and they get stuck in their head that they can only do one specific thing the rest of their life. Right. But clarity is more than that. Like when you really have clarity and you're really connected to, this is what I do. This is my purpose. This is, this is who I am. This is who I, I speak that it becomes a through line 
that a path that you follow that will naturally lead you to different things, right? So, I, and you said it actually beautifully at the beginning of this podcast, uh, where you were like, you know, your work talking about me is so simplistic and clean and straightforward, instantly recognizable. But that same through line is in the way I teach and it's in my messaging and it's in, you know, like you can see the threads connecting, I guess is where I'm going to. And so for me, I'm also really trying to be really connected to my intuition. And I do a lot of work on trying to figure out is that intuition or is that fear? <laughs> it's talking <laughs> like who's online right now. And like really trying to distill that and um, just really feeling aligned. I feel like um, I get pulled to things or doors will open and opportunities will present themselves. And I'm a very much like, yes. And, you know, like I'm just in impromptu with the universe, I guess, because like the door opens and I'm like, okay, yes. And we're going to do this. I have no idea where we're going to, where it's going, but let's find out. And then that happens. And then the next door opens and you're like, okay, yes. And we'll do this. And also what's next. Um, so that's how I do it. And it's really scary. (laughs) (laughs) And all the time I'm always like, why do I do this to myself? Like, why don't I just like get a normal job and like, do this i know one of these days we're all going to be baristas and that'd be great well like i I would actually freaking love that i would have the best time like just like talking to people but then i would be that person at starbucks that was like or we could do it this way (laughs) change it up i don't know did that answer your question like i think so i i just I want to put it out there in the world and give people permission that they don't have to stay in their You box. don't have to be stuck in a box. No. You know? And I think you're doing this beautifully with your business too. You're doing the exact same thing, right? Because like you know what you love and you and and you have clarity. But being it's almost like when you're really in clarity and you really have that, it allows you to the flexibility to try different things because then you reached out to, you know, the project that you did with, you know, your community that you're doing, you know, with this podcast, with expanding into different avenues, even uh, with your photography and your creative voice and having that kind of flexibility can only come once you have clarity because when you have clarity, you know, what paths are aligned and what works. And when you don't have clarity, it feels like scattershot. It feels like fear. It feels like, well, I have to do this and I have to say yes to this and I have to do this and I have to do this because I have to make money and I have to, I have to say yes to everything. And I have to try to be like everybody else. And I'm competing against the entire internet. The market is saturated. (laughs) And it's like, you get into this whole headspace. It's really unhealthy and impossible. But when you have clarity, then it's like, no, this is aligned. Oh, sorry. My phone's ringing. Ignore that. But like, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, well, this is aligned with what I do. And this is aligned with what I do. Does that make sense? Or am I just rambling? No, it totally makes sense. I know, especially in the beginning and like, you know, every time, you know, every once in a while you have like a little bit of a, uh, like a flux in, you know, your confidence or whatever it is. And I know when I have the clarity piece of like, all right, this is, this is who I serve and this is what I want to be doing. 
I don't have to have those blinders on when I see everybody else like, oh, oh my gosh, they're doing this at this place. I wish I was doing that. No, that's, that's okay that they're doing that. And that's great that they're doing that. It doesn't, I don't have to be doing that to, I don't know, keep up with the Joneses or any of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I can stay in my lane and I can, and my lane can curve all over the place, but you know, I know what I want to do and who I want to work with. And it's, and I love that also, I know we've talked about that in your community is like giving the permission to say no. And oh my gosh, when you finally just allow yourself to say no to things that don't light you up or don't, you know, fill your cup, it's just, it releases so much of that pressure. And then all these other opportunities come to you when you allow that to happen. Yeah. When you can, when you can learn to say no to certain things, it opens the doors to the right things. And you're not wasting all your time and money doing things that you really don't want to do anyway. For sure. I know. I love it. I love it. I love well, it. Sandra Cohen, I can talk to you for days. You know, also me. <laughs> um, is there anything else that either you want to talk about, about what you're doing next or how people can find you or any other advice that you want to give before we go? Well... Um, you can always find me on Instagram at Sandra Cohn and Sandra, I mean, Sandra spelled like Sandra is, but Cone isn't Cone is a weird spelling and it's C O A N. So, um, no C O H E N or C O H A N or K. I'll put it in the show show notes. (laughs) Oh my God. I should stop talking. Um, and uh, you can follow me there. That's the best way to see what we're up to at Sandra Cone Education. What's next? Um, and yeah, let's just go with that. <laughs> let's go with that. And then I'll also put some links into some of the other education that you offer on a regular basis. So I loved your lighting course and your posing Thank course. You. Thank you. And if you have the certification open again, I'll, I'll link that. For yeah, we're, we're definitely going to open it again. So um, that's going along really well. It's super fun, really good community. Love that. And hopefully next time I can join in. Yes, please do. We miss you. (laughs) I know I miss it so much. Well, thank you so much for your time and for all your wisdom that you put forth in the world. I, I don't know. I get so excited every time I get to talk to you. And then in any of the courses that I've taken with you, you just are so energizing and just inspiring so thank you so much for that and thanks for you know helping me kick off this podcast (laughs) i know anytime you want to start a new project and you need someone to go do it molly just go for it you know who to call (laughs) and then anytime i need anything in life i'll be like hey sandra you want to try try this (laughs) you want to start this (laughs) okay So who knows what's going to happen in 2024. (laughs) It's exciting, isn't it? We'll find out. It is. Well, thank you again. Um, And thank you guys for joining us. And we'll see you here next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for joining us here on Mondays with Molly. If you or someone you know is looking for ways to help your small business find its visual voice in the world, consider booking a brand photography session. This is not your typical photo shoot. We will deep dive into your brand and create purposeful content that helps take out the stress of your everyday marketing. We offer single sessions as well as yearly subscriptions with full brand sessions each quarter. We are as invested in showcasing your brand as you are. For more information and to get started, check out mollyhebda.com. 
and to connect with Molly on Instagram at Molly Hebda Photography. If you got something, anything from this episode, I encourage you to leave a review. And of course, the more stars left, the more we can build this community. And don't forget, subscribe and share.